Okay, so I know that this is a surprise to you guys. You weren't expecting to see a new episode on a Sunday. But I thought I had to share this. You know, I'm very excited because today, the 31st of August, I mean, 31st of July, marks a year since I was baptized into the Seventh-day Adventist Church. So not only does that mean that I'm part of the church as a member, but it also means that I'm part of the body of Christ, that I made a public declaration and accepted Christ as my personal savior. Nicodemus asks Christ, what shall one do to gain eternal life? Then he tells him that one shall be born again. So that's essentially what baptism is, being born again, leaving your old self, leaving your old life and taking up a new life life that is being given to you by Christ doesn't mean that things will change not necessarily um, but it means that you're taking a new direction in life and you're allowing God to lead you and so I asked some of the people I was baptized with my sister and my friend Ustono Snare Uguti how has this journey been you know this past year ever since they got baptized when they reflect and they told me you know very interesting things which were both very similar and I would like you to take note of them. My sister sent me a message, so, you know, yeah, I can just read it. She says, I think it is safe to say that the journey has been bittersweet. There have been moments that were trying and somewhat hard. It felt like Satan was on constant attack mode, and I am targeted because I decided to accept Jesus. And in those moments, I had to realize that greater is he. The good, however, outweighs the bad. Walking with Jesus makes the journey one that is worth it. The process of sanctification is quite amazing, really simply because the Savior is there through it all. It is great to know that the old me exists no more and that all my sins have been washed away. Indeed, it was a great day when I was born again. Wow. That was so beautiful. Thank you very much, my sister, for sharing that with me. Now, that is so interesting she touched on so many things when you enter into you know that pool or whatever you know those waters those sins are washed away and you are a new person um, you are given a new life a new chance you know to live with christ for christ to live in you and so it is a big decision but one that is worth it now another thing that one has to know and understand about baptism is that you don't need to be perfect in order to be baptized i thought that i had to be perfect that i had to be a certain way in order for me to be baptized however that's not the case god is the one who is supposed to do that fixing of your life you are not supposed to be the one who's fixing your life but god is the one who fixes it for you and so that's the process of sanctification in that as you accept christ as you walk with him you start to become more like him you shed pieces of yourself of your old life of the former things you know as the verse says the former things have have passed away and behold everything is new and so you then leave old habits you are no longer interested in the old things that you're interested in and you start becoming a new person the person that christ is because the more you form a relationship with god the more you realize your imperfections and the more you are converted and convicted to be like him and um that is such a beautiful thing it's just such a beautiful process and i can testify that throughout the year I have become a better person 
um, I'm not perfect at all. And I've sinned. I've continued to sin. Um, but I've seen that I'm no longer the same person that I was before. And I see that the process of sanctification is working in my life. Because at first I, I thought like I was very excited when I entered the waters. But then I didn't see an immediate change. And I was getting impatient with God. But, you know, the more I communed with God, the more I, you know, tried to build a relationship with God, the more I saw this process of sanctification working in my life. And I'm so glad that I'm no longer the person I was when I entered into the water. And it just shows that God really works. You just have to be patient with God and allow Him to work in your life. Stop trying to fix yourself. Allow God to fix you. I don't want to talk this long, but there's something else that uh, my sister said, and that was about the trials and tribulations. And she said that she was able to see God in those tough times. She was able to realize how great God is. And, you know, sometimes we have to go through certain situations in order for us to see God's power. The three Hebrew boys had to go in the fire to see God's power of being able to sustain them in the fire. Daniel had to be in the lion's den so that God's power could be displayed. So whatever you're going through right now, whatever situation you are in, those trials and tribulations sometimes are meant for you to see God's power. Sometimes they're meant for you to be able to have a testimony out of that situation which you are basically coming from. And Ustor said something interesting um, as well when I asked her the same question. And she uses the illustration of being, you know, of, of, of taking a flight and saying that when you are going through turbulence, you become so scared, you know, so afraid. That you scream, try and hold on to everything. Now, this is before you get baptized, or this is bef this was before she got baptized. But when she got baptized, she had a different outlook on on things. She realized that when you get into that plane and you experience trials, you experience that turbulence, you experience those tribulations, it is no longer the same. Simply because Christ is the one who sits on the pilot's seat. Psalms 23 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. David is illustrating that even in the presence of danger, there is absence of fear because of the presence of God. And that's basically what Torah is saying, that even though I am experiencing trials and tribulations, but I shall fear no evil because Christ is with me and he will take me through these trials and tribulations. So long as I am with Christ, I have nothing else to fear. So this is a very important lesson that we should all learn today, that when Christ is the one in control of your life, when Christ is the one who leads you, even though you may go through trials, even though you may go through tough times, you should not fear anything because he is walking beside you, because he is walking in front of you, and he will take you through the storm that you are going through. Oh man, God is so good, and I'm so glad that we have seen him throughout this past year. And for me, I've had struggles, you know, in part with connecting with God truly 
of having a devotional life. And, you know, one of the reasons was because I was paying too much attention to the things that have no true value in my life. I would spend time watching you know, TV at night, so much so that I give God only fraction, a fraction of my time to actually pray and have, you know, devotion and, and commune with Him, basically. These past few weeks, actually, I've been very convicted through the sermons that I've heard that I need to give so much more time to God. I need to really devote my life and uh, myself to spending time with God and actually communing with Him and actually, you know, um, building a relationship with Him. Because that's one of the ways that we are able to not only know Him, but that's one of the ways we are able to be like Him. Because once we have a relationship with Him, then we start to become like Him. Then we start, you know, to walk like Him, uh, talk like Him, and people are able to see um, that difference in our lives. As a matter of fact, today's lesson said that it's not that God is not working in your life. It's because you are doing certain things to prevent His power from working in your life. And so once you remove those things, that's when you start to see God actually working in your life. If you're not cooperating, then there's little that He can do. So basically, I was just sharing um, these testimonies and I really hope, uh, whoever you are who's listening to this, if you haven't made the decision, and the reason why is, number one, because you, you feel like maybe you're too young, or you have a life to lead, a life to live, or that um, you are imperfect. Let me tell you something, you'll never be perfect. Christ is the only one who can mold you into perfection. There's no requirement or prerequisite for you in order like for you to get into the waters. You don't have to be a perfect person to get into the waters. You don't have to do or not do these things in order for you to be baptized. All you need to do is to be willing to give your life to Christ and let him do the rest. Once you do that, then you'll see his power working in your life and him, you know, molding you into the person that he wants you to be. So, yes, I can't wait to keep on walking with Christ, to keep on sharing more about his love, about his word. And I hope that some of you have been inspired to make that same decision as we have. Um, so if you have any stories, any testimony about your baptism journey about your journey after you gave your life to christ please do share it with us either send it through to our email address sayouth412 at gmail.com or you can send it to our dms you know at youth412 underscore za on instagram and twitter um yeah or to me at clueless entrepreneur um yeah at clueless entrepreneur on instagram that's where you'll find me and yeah, guys, I really hope that you guys will share those testimonies with us. And if you perhaps are thinking about it, but haven't, you know, made the decision because of some things and you want us to pray for you or you want to just share with us, please do share. Feel free to also use the same uh, methods to talk to us. We really want to hear 
and listen to your stories. Guys, we are coming back very soon. Um, we'll be launching the new season of the podcast. Thank you very much for being so patient thus far. One thing I have to note is that, um, yeah, the season is a very exciting one. And, um, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to hear this. We'll actually be turning a year as well on Youth for 12 on the 15th of August. So make sure that you celebrate with us as well on that day by sharing and telling everyone about Youth for 12. We have to have different numbers than when we started, right? I mean, that's the natural way of life. Progression. Progress. Yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, thank you very much to my sister, Husne and uh, Usto, for sharing um, their stories. So, good night, guys. And uh, yeah, Usto, the baby agrees with me. <laughs>